0: Art of the Assistant, brought to you from the hills of Almost Heaven, West Virginia. A podcast created to encourage and assist those who are sitting in the second chair of their ministries and organizations. to dive right in on the deep end of the swimming pool, and we're going to jump right into this conversation on communication, <laughs> one that we don't like, one that we'd like to avoid. As some of you, your dream job would be to work somewhere out in Wyoming or Utah where you see no <laughs> one, and, and then there's other of us that would be talking to the walls if that was the case because we love to talk and communicate, but what's interesting is when you put those two together, right one who likes to communicate and maybe one that who doesn't. Yeah. And I think that in any type of business and in ministry, one of the greatest areas of frustration mm-hmm. is this area of communication. And I think it's because we assume. Yeah. You know, the, the the boss assumes that his assistant should have known that. The assistant assumed the boss knew where he was. Right. And and we have this whole area of assuming and, and that can really cause frustration mm-hmm. and anger and and even some bitterness, yeah. I think, among two people.
1: Yeah, I, I agree. And ministry in its nature is uh, sometimes flexible, depending on your context. You have right. some things that are set in stone. And then the rest of your schedule, the rest of your day is... You know, if you don't want to do that right now, you possibly can put that off till, you know, later in the week. And mm-hmm. so if there's not some solid communication and expectations set, in fact, if, if I'm talking to a, a young man uh, that's interviewing maybe for his first assistant role, my advice is always to get clear expectations. And that deals with communication uh, and I know that we'll, we'll probably deal with that uh, in a later uh, episode but uh, really that is all about communicating well and that's something that uh, there are some pastors that communicate well in the pulpit but outside of the pulpit that's not their strong suit and so uh, as an assistant we have to we have to be able to pick up the slack.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think you've probably talked to some of those men as well as I have. You, you have a pastor or someone like that, or, um, a well-known person in the community and you're talking to their assistant and you say, man, what's it like to work for them? That has to be amazing. <laughs> right. And you can just tell by the look of their faiths. Um, I'll trade you jobs any day. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, yeah. because we're, we're just human. Right. I think that's the bottom line. We're human. Yeah. And sometimes we don't know how to express what we're feeling. Um, we don't. We don't enjoy. Nobody enjoys having the hard conversation either. Mm-hmm. And sitting down and saying, "Hey, I'm puzzled on why you did this," or, right. "Hey, I'm I'm confused about what you want me to do." Yeah. And well, what do you mean you're confused? I, I laid it out perfectly. What you're supposed right. to. And it's just it can be difficult, right. you know, and there can be some tension there. And so I just would like just to sit down here and, and talk about communication, go through some yeah. practical aspects of it. What are some areas of frustration? What are some areas, what are some do's and don'ts mm-hmm. when it comes to communication, whether it's in ministry or we, you could put this anywhere in any right. context, I think, from from family or whatever. And, you know, we're not, it, it's just... It's just a different day and age in which we live, yeah. and we have a whole generation, and I'm not criticizing this generation because I'm raising this generation, sure. that we don't communicate looking eye to eye. Right. We look down, mm-hmm. and, and we are a, a, a technological communicating generation. Right. You know, it's, it's the Waltons, you know, good night, ma, good night, pa. You know, now I get yeah. a text from my daughter, night, dad, love you. Right. Right. <laughs> you know, it's just different. And,
1: and that generation uh, is thinking right now, who, who are the Waltons? <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so let's, let's just dive right in and let's, let's talk about texting. Okay. <laughs> and, and when is it appropriate? When is it not appropriate to send that text? And so what, what do you think, where does texting come in, and where should it not come in? Well, on a personal level, um,
1: texting should be lighthearted. It mm-hmm. should be on light matters. Mm-hmm. Now, I can imagine that there might be a case uh, that would be an exception to that you know, general rule. However, uh, by and large, if it's something important, uh, then texting's not the place for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we have to uh, be able to um, read the expression on someone's face. That's good. Uh, when, when I text and I can say a simple phrase, and it can be taken in several different ways. And that that's true for any written communication. But texting, uh, the, the other thing about texting as it compares to a letter or, or something like that is, we we can send it instantaneously, so mm-hmm. there's no time to really even think through what we're going to say. Yeah. If we're mad, then that emotion comes directly through. Yeah. Uh, if it, the the fast response is usually not the right response. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So texting. Kind of gives to that, and so I believe that we have to be careful in uh, in in texting. Keep it light. Keep it. uh, I'm I'm running late. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna be there at this time. Hey, how you doing today? What whatever. But if it's an important matter then get off the keyboard and, and schedule a, a face-to-face.
0: Right, right. And and I will encourage you, as an assistant out there, please don't rely solely upon the text. Yeah. You know, I was speaking somewhere one time, and I arrived, and we were waiting for the pastor to go out to eat, and... I said, hey, what's going on? Well, I I don't know. You know, the pastor texted me. I texted him back. He didn't respond. (laughs) And and those are not the times, you know, when the guest speaker's there to try to figure out who's texting who. Right, right. Okay, one, those details should have been taken care of way sooner but two, that's the phone call. Yeah. You know, that's every means of communication. Right. That's the call, that's the email, that's, you know, yeah. but the text again, I, I think you're right. We need to keep that lighthearted a lot yeah. of times. Um, obviously we're we're in the gift day and age where hey, send the funny picture about yeah. the football game, <laughs> something sure. like that. You can keep it lighthearted, but but we've got to be careful um, on on what we're doing with texting, you know. So on, on that note track, uh, I think
1: also when someone uh, when someone says, "I need to talk to you," mm-hmm. there's an automatic assumption now that it's negative, absolutely. Because absolutely. we never have a face-to-face conversation where mm-hmm. it's not negative. Yeah. It gets to the point where I, I need to have a sit down with you, and uh, it's a bad conversation. <laughs> yeah. because yeah. We, we text about everything mm-hmm. else. Uh, so I think some, some face-to-face uh, time with, uh, you know, with your boss is a pretty important. Yeah,
0: that's, that's awesome. I texted early on in ministry when I first came to faith. I texted my school administrator, and I said, Hey, Knots, I need, I need to see you here soon. Man, he came running in my office, breathing heavily. <laughs> he says, What did I do? What's wrong? Right. I'm like, What do you mean? He's like we said you needed to see me. Yeah. Instantly, he got that text from me and I thought, "Wow, this guy, he's gun shy. He's mm-hmm. he's a little worried here." Right, but right. that comes from past ministries and different things he's right. been involved yeah. in. And and he thought he was going to get it. Right. And I just want to have a conversation. Yeah. You know, man, hey, what would you think about that football game Friday night, mm-hmm. you know, or whatever? And and again, it, it, he went negative, right. you know, right away. And so the face to face is good. I think I think one, you know, we do not text when it comes to important matters. Yeah. You know, we need to have that conversation. You need to know the tone of voice. Absolutely. That's yeah. there. And really texting is an easy way out. Mhm. You know, your youth pastor has a, an outing Friday night and you come into church Saturday morning and it's a mess. The easy way out is sending a text saying you left the church a mess, clean it. Right. That's easy. Yeah. The, the, what should be done is Monday morning, hey, let's have a conversation. Here's right. what we found Saturday morning. You know, I'm just puzzled why you didn't clean up. And and then you can talk through it. Yeah. Maybe it was mm-hmm. one of the kids got hurt and we had to get out of there in a hurry. You don't sure. know. But instantly we just, we mm-hmm. get on the defensive, we shoot that text, yeah. and then heart, hurt feelings happen.
1: Well, the next time you see each other, there's tension. There's tension. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Absolutely. And, and that, that's really good. So not only important things, I think, too, um, you know, when you're making a decision or you want something, texting is not the way to do it. For instance, you know, the assistant pastor texts and says, hey, um, I'm, I'm setting up a missions trip to Africa. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> what? What are you doing? Right, right. And that didn't happen. But, again, that's not a conversation you're going to have over text. Right. Right. You know, you want, this is sit down, appropriate to sit down and have mm-hmm. that conversation, not to be texting about it. But again, if I don't want to hear necessarily a no or a bad idea, texting's the easy way out. Yeah. It is. It you is. You know, for that. It is. It's a tool
1: in your toolbox, but yes. it's not the only tool in your toolbox. Right. And you were, you were talking about the assistant and pastor texting back and yeah. forth, uh, trying to figure out, you know. Uh, and on, on some personal situations, it's like, uh, did you contact this person? Yes. Um, I sent him a text. I haven't heard back that's not the only tool that we right. have in our toolbox. Right. Um, so I, I understand there's, there's some anxiety with the younger generation mm. calling. Yeah. And I, I get it. But we've got to get over it, yeah. because as an assistant, you're not just ministering to your own generation. You are ministering to mm-hmm. uh, a, a previous generation who appreciates that and and expect and expects that. You know, right.
0: uh, so it's it's a tool, but certainly
1: not the only tool.
0: Right, right. Yes, that that's exactly right. And and if you're out there and you're listening, you're not the assistant. You you are a boss. Remember the best way to handle conflict or frustration is a face-to-face. You know, again, it was this time of year, it was just approaching Christmas, and one of our ministries, and I got a text message just letting me have it for something. And the senior pastor didn't understand what had happened and what transpired. Somebody donated money for t-shirts for an event, and I purchased the t-shirts, and all they saw was the bill for the shirts. Hmm. And I, I get a text message. It might even have been Christmas Eve. If you keep spending money like this, this church is not going to have anything left over. Hmm. And, and I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm getting this now? Right. And I said, hey, when we all get back after the holidays, let's sit down and have a conversation about this. Right. I don't think texting is the way to do it. Yeah. They didn't understand. They didn't know. But again, it was just they saw the bill. They reacted. Right. Yeah. And so they shoot the text. Yeah. And,
1: and we've all been guilty of it. So what would your counsel be? to the assistant that's on the receiving end of that. Maybe, maybe their pastor is not communicating with, that's how they're communicating is through text right? and uh, difficult matters being dealt with through text. How would, how would the assistant respond to that without kind of seeming uh, disrespectful in
0: that, you know? Yeah, right. Absolutely. Well, I think one Pastors are always busy. Yeah, you know, I just don't have time. I don't have time. So what I would do in that situation is I would respond with, Pastor, I understand what you're saying. I would really like just to have a conversation about this. So when would you have time in the next week for us to be able to sit down and just have a face-to-face and, and talk about it? Yeah. Now, in my experiences in the past, those conversations. Don't worry about it. It's okay. Right. They, they're still running from that conversation. Right. But don't don't allow the text to always happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, ask for that. Ask for that face to face. Yeah. You need it, you need to look each other in the eye. And you you need as an assistant to figure out where he's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be something in the past or maybe he's had other employees work for him that did throw money away. Right. And just bought things like crazy and, and immediately he thinks that's what you have done. But that's where texting doesn't cover it. Yeah. That's where that face-to-face conversation needs to happen.
1: Yeah. And I think it's important to, to note that this relationship between boss and assistant in the context of ministry is more family. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of your you know wife, children, uh, you have this working relationship that you're on call together. You know, you're... You're doing life together. And so in the same way, a lot of advice that someone might give to couples in in that relationship of listening and being heard and and things of that nature really do apply between the pastor and the assistant as well uh, because it's it's a relationship that has to be cultivated. And if there is stress, if there is uh, a situation that is festering, You've got to resolve that yes. or it's going to affect every other part of, of ministry.
0: Absolutely. You know, just to, just to get real, uh, here's, here's the last couple text messages between me and my youth pastor. Uh, he sent me a clip from Facebook from Paul Tripp uh, to be a man. Yeah. And so I get that clip. He says, have you seen this? I'm tempted to do it just because I love Tripp. I said, I have. It would be awesome. Might be great for a small group. That would be sweet. You know, and he told me how much it cost. Um, And then he comes back, you know, then I come back and ask him a question. He responds again. And then we had all this snow. Yeah. And I said, hey, man, you might want to let the teens know by way of email, there's not going to be youth group tonight. And he said, I sent it in my parent email. I'll post it on my Google Classroom as well. Hmm. And I said, good deal. It's getting nasty out there. So. It's lighthearted. That was just lighthearted. Hey, yeah. you might want to do that. No no, no problem there. Right. You know, or, hey, so-and-so is just taking the hospital. Be praying. Right. You know, just some things like that. That's just lighthearted. Here's where it is. And that's that's plenty appropriate. Yeah. I, and I, if he called me over every one of those things, hey, I saw this on Facebook, I'd be, bro, <laughs> <laughs> just, I don't want to talk to you about that, yeah. right? <laughs> just shoot me a text. Right. You know, so so it is appropriate and it's handy. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, to do that. So I, I do think... There's a balance that we have, and, and we need to be we need to be careful with that. Right.
1: Well, just just recently, um, I, uh, I I had uh, tested positive for COVID, and it it totally changed the upcoming weekend for services and everything like that. Right. And so I uh, I had a lot of people to communicate with. One of them being uh, our, our staff and deacons, trustees, things like right. that. Right. Totally, totally handled it um, ineffectively and wrong in, in yeah. that sense. Mm. Uh, and I did. I texted. So I texted this, you know, yeah. paragraph. Yeah. And so uh, my my assistant uh, took it differently than what mm. I meant for you know it to come across. And so it was a sit down the next week of hey, I kind of felt uh, slighted in this. Mm. And you know what? As a pastor, I said. You're absolutely right. I should not have communicated that way. I know not to communicate that way. So we all have uh, slip-ups. We all have Mm -hmm. uh, things that, Hans, we would not do it that way. Yeah. And, this is something on both sides that we
0: have to show grace yeah, toward right. each other, and that's why we're doing it, not our assistants. Yeah, right, <laughs> right now, right, absolutely. <laughs> we're not letting them tell their stories. <laughs> well, well, then what about an email then? Okay, so that's texting. You know, keep it lighthearted. Um, you know, conversation that way. When when is the right time to shoot an email? Well, well
1: an email in uh, in my view is is something that's going to be. Uh, longer, obviously, than, than a text. Yeah. Um, have you ever gotten the the text messages that were in groups of five or six that all couldn't be yes, sent right, at once, right, right. and then they get sent yes. out of order? Have yes. you, <laughs> yeah, I love that. And you're you're trying three, to, okay, two a wait five. a minute, <laughs> how, does, <laughs> right. how does this all fit together? Right, right. Uh, uh, but a, an email would be a, a good place for something like that. I, I think an email is a good place for... Uh, something that's not as, it doesn't have emotion attached with it, Mm But it's detail that needs to be referenced. Like I, I can, I need to good. be able to look yeah. back at that and see that detail that I may not even remember right. in, in a in a face-to-face, uh, you know, taking notes or, or something like right. that. Uh, and then also, obviously, uh, documents attached, things like that. Yeah, uh, I love um, the the ability to collaborate on different uh, documents and uh, and and things of that nature. Uh, so uh, to me, an email. Goes a little bit further, but it's it's also you got to be careful of the emo- If there's emotion attached, um, I, I wrote an email one time and um, uh, somebody emailed me back and said, "Why are you yelling at me?" Oh wow! And I said, "What do you mean?" And they said, "You you did it in all caps." Hmm. I said, "I didn't I didn't realize that that, that meant wow. yelling." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, you know, uh, again, right. Right. I, I, that wasn't my tone. Yeah. So anything that, that needs a tone of voice or a facial expression to, to allow someone to see your heart. Uh, needs to be done face to face. So um, that's, that's my take
0: on the email. Right. Right. And none of us want our inboxes junked up. Right. Um, I don't know if you're one of those guys that keeps theirs at zero. Um, I, am. I, I hate the guys. notification. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. Uh, he's one of those. But I no, am. That's a goal though of mine. Always trying to keep that at zero as well. And, but when it comes, I think to important details, we should always put an email. Yeah. You know, I know for me personally, I, I hear it and then I forget it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, right? But but if I read it, I've got it, right. And it's a reference point. You can and always it is go a back reference point. It. I can yeah. go back to that file and I can look. So so you know if I'm if I am planning a missions trip, and I've I've done the budget and here's what it's going to cost. I'm just not going to go to the pastor and say, hey, listen, we're going to be able to do this for fifty dollars a person. I need to go the extra mile as the assistant and get all those details out and make sure he's got it. Right. And so then when I get back from Africa and he's looking at the budget and says, Hey, where why did you spend so much money? Pastor, I sent you the whole right. yeah. expense sheet, if you remember by way of email, all you did, that's right. I remember that now. Yeah. And that's where I think, you know, emails can be can be handy in the calendar. Right. You know, a calendar mm-hmm. of events. Hey Pastor, here's the here's the calendar for upcoming events for our senior saints and for the youth. Yeah. You know, and and that way again, you have it all right there. Yeah. But you've got to be careful not to email out of frustration. Mm-hmm. I highly recommend if you're listening to this, um, as an assistant or wherever you fit, if you have an email of frustration, sleep on it. Write it and sleep on mm-hmm. it. I would say 95% of the time you'll never send yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I have I have one of those emails still on file. Mm. Where I emailed out of frustration, I slept on it and I didn't send it. And right. I can guarantee you, if I did, my situation where I am now would be completely different. Right. Because it was stupid, yeah. And I should have never done it. Right. And so you know, don't don't do that out of frustration. Sleep on those emails before you send them.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I uh, I know that we want a response right now. We're used to yes. just you know this instant everything. Uh, but some things, we we just cannot act out of emotion, right? Because uh, because
0: we can't we can't get that back. No, that's uh, right. We can't. You'll never get it back. Absolutely. I, I did I did send one one time and. That crazy email made its way through the whole church and other pastors. It was just, <laughs> it was stupid, right. and I should have never sent it. And I mean, if you look at the at the time, it was probably like 3:58 a.m. Yeah, I was frustrated. I was upset. Mm-hmm. You know, I had a long conversation with my wife, and she was upset. And I sent that crazy email. In hindsight, 2020, I wish I had just sure. hit delete. Yeah. Yeah. you know, um, it's just it was just one of those things. So so if you're listening today I encourage you pray over it and sleep over it before you hit the send a button because you can never ever get it back Yeah. and people can forward that over and you might have met one thing they take it as another because the person you sent it to said hey here's what they meant when they sent this right and you can never recover from that so really just to uh, to sum up uh, today a
1: text or an email uh, great tools, but never to be used when there is um, emotion. Mm-hmm. And I, I know uh, emotion could be happy, but in particular, a, a negative emotion. Yes. Uh, anger, yes. Uh, frustration um, a, just a quick reaction. That's always better to be left to a, a face-to-face conversation yeah. and, uh, and not in a written form really of, in, of any kind.
0: That's really good. That's really good, Dan. So let's wrap it up today. And then maybe we'll do another podcast here and talk about what do we talk about face-to-face? When yeah. should you have a face-to-face and, and how about a handwritten letter? Do we do that anymore? <laughs> why or why not? So, Hey, thank you for joining us. It was great to have you with us, and we look forward to podcasting with you again.